welcome to the Strictly Anonymous podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show. Let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chains. Here are your hosts, Kathy Kay and Tommy. Hey, welcome to the on this podcast with Kathy. Um, I realized last time when I did my intro, I told everyone to go buy my book and then I didn't even give the um, title of it. <laughs> uh, if you want to buy my book, it's on, it's a, it's a Kindle ebook. It's a graphic novel. It's basically like stick figures. It's relationship stories um, gone bad. It's called the cartoon misadventures of a total train wreck. And you could buy, it's like two ninety nine. If you have kin- some sort of Kindle subscription, I think it's free. So even better if you read it and you have some opinions about it, definitely either write a review on Amazon or send me, uh, your two cents at strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to be on the show, also send me an email at strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com. I'm always looking for callers. I typically, um, Post call uh, ads on Craigslist and adult friend finders. Craigslist is be- is better. I get the best people from Craigslist. Today I have like the greatest call. Um, I, I talked to a guy named Kevin. He wrote me an email that I mean sh- was straight up like something that you just like you know you hear about. We've all heard about the whole thing. Um, we've heard this sort of story, but we I don't believe that it's true. I thought the guy would be pulling my chain when he called in. Um, but he was the real deal and he had this real issue. And this is the thing. He says this, he writes me and he said, Hey, I have a girlfriend from Philly. She claims she was deported to Nigeria over an assault charge and needs 30,000 to pay a fine and come back to the States. Am I being scammed? We've been together for six years, but I haven't seen her in two years. Is this the type of thing you want to talk about on the show? I need advice, please. Um, so I thought, you know, of course I thought, oh yeah, it's a scam when you hear Nigeria and I need money and all that stuff. We all know that's a scam, but I thought this guy's probably scamming me because I can't believe that anybody, you know, that speaks English and could write on a computer actually would fall for this. Right. Cause we all like, so I'm thinking he's going to be fucking scamming me and he's just going to call in as a joke and tell me this crazy story. But this guy's not a scammer. He's a real guy that is in this real situation. He's had this relationship with this girl for six years. I, to me, it's like, I like I said, I always thought that I, I felt like he's going to be scamming me, but it turns out he's like a real dude um, with this real problem. Uh, and it turns out it's like, you know, bigger than the 30,000 he wants to pay. And he has six years of like sort of stuff that goes that's gone down with her. And he discusses it all. And it's all fascinating. It's like, you know, a, a Dateline episode, you know, on air. <laughs> so uh, I'll be right back on with Kevin. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Hey, Kevin, you're on the Strictly Anonymous podcast with Kathy. How are you? I'm the hostess or the host of the show. I'm good, thank you. <laughs> so, okay, I don't know whether I could believe your email because the whole Nigerian thing is always such a fucking scam, right? Um, yep. Yep. Basically, mm-hmm. you wrote in saying that you're dating a girl for six years, six years, right? 
That's correct. Mm-hmm. She is supposedly have is being is in trouble and she's being deported back to Nigeria and she needs thirty thousand dollars to um <laughs> to get out of it. Supposedly, though, this is the thing that was a little bit like I was like, oh, maybe he because I'm thinking you're lying to me and you're just like, this is a lot like because I can't believe anyone would believe this because this has been on TV a lot about this whole thing being a scam. But you yeah. sus- uh-huh. you say uh-huh. that you've dated her six years. You haven't seen her in two years, but you actually did meet up with her at some point. Oh, yeah, we've been together several times, like for a weekend at a time and a couple times for a week at a time. Did she have sex with you? Yes. Mm hmm. So where did you meet her? Online. Okay. And then, like, how did the relationship start? Like, you've been dating her for six years. Can you count on your two hands how many times you've actually seen her in person? Um, uh, m- m- no, it's, it's more, than, more than ten times over six years. Okay. And then now what's going on? All of a sudden, she has this issue and she needs $30,000 from you is what you're saying? Yeah. Like, she was, she was downtown. Somebody jumped her and she got in a fight. And uh, so, so she she told me she was charged with assault, and on the charge she was she was supposedly deported. Right. And I said, and I said send me your lawyer's name. Oh, he's not with this case anymore. I said, well, show me the paperwork where you're deported. Oh, there's no paperwork involved. <laughs> okay, first of all, I'm like an avid Judge Judy watcher. Like I'm obsessed with Judge Judy, and there's no way. Okay, yeah. <laughs> there's no way that there's no papers, no lawyer. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's no way there's no documentation. I have yeah. to mm-hmm. say, I mean, you've been. First of all, let me just get a background on you and on her. Like, how old are you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How old are 59. you? Fifty-nine. You're fifty-nine. Fifty-nine. And how old is yeah. she? Less than that. She's well, thirty-two. She's 32. Okay, and you met her. Yeah. So when you met her, you're in your early 50s, and she was in her 20s. That's correct. And I was you, exactly twice her age. She was 26. Right. And so, and did you meet her on Craigslist, or like, did you meet her on like a legitimate website, like a not legitimate, but like you know, on a dating website like Match.com or something like that, or did you meet her like on a Craigslist? It was it was a legitimate one. It was well, you know what it was? It was Sugar Daddy. <laughs> Oh my god, you're so funny! <laughs> yeah, it's totally legitimate, but I mean, you're totally the you know the girls that are yeah. on there. I mean, come on, SugarDaddy.com. I had this one girlfriend that I knew wanted to go on there, and she met some dude that was like wanting to pay her a lot of money so she could like rub his feet or some shit. I mean, people go on there looking for dudes with cash, right? I mean, that's that's what yeah, it's about. So yeah. Uh, legitimate, yes, but like a little bit of a red yeah. flag in your situation, oh, I yeah. would say, oh, yeah. So you made this 20-something-year-old girl. Now, on SugarDaddy.com, is it this – I think this is the website where you're actually put in how much you're willing to spend on that girl. Isn't there like a price range sort of like thing? Uh, That's it, it it what your net worth is, eh? Yeah, but do they also ask how much you pay for the girl? Like there's some sort of website out there that – No. No? No, they didn't ask that, no. Okay, what is your no, salary I'm, range? Like, what did you put your salary range as on that site? Um, uh, uh, half a million to a million. Well, oh, sorry, my net worth is over half a million. Okay, and what do you do? I'm, I'm actually retired now, but I was a uh, I worked in the nuclear plant. I was a technician, eh? Right. Okay. Like, I'm not a I'm not a doctor or lawyer. I'm not a rich guy. But you have, but you made over half a million, is what your your net worth is, or did you lie? That's right, yeah. Oh, no, I didn't lie, no. <laughs> okay. Now, have you ever been married? Do you have any kids or any kind of dependents? I've, I've been married three times. Okay. And I, I don't have any kids, no. 
Oh my God, there's so much story here. Okay, first of all, the whole mm-hmm. Nigerian thing. Like, I we have to figure that out. Okay, I mean, it's I don't like, even like I understand there's a lot. What I understand there's a lot of scam. I understand there's a lot of scams in Nigeria. I do, but, but I mean, most times people have met the girl, right? Yeah, but I don't care that you did. Like, it doesn't. Like, why wouldn't somebody meet you? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I just feel like it doesn't. Yes, a lot of times they don't. They don't meet them, and that's why that was when you said that in the email that you met her. You know, I was like, okay, well, yeah. that's a little bit different because when you do hear Nigeria and I need this money and I can't get, you know, we've all gotten that email, you know. But I think mm-hmm. why wouldn't somebody also just take that scam up a notch and fuck somebody for it? Because that's no different than being an escort. But she could maybe score thirty grand from you. You know what I mean? She's on sugardaddy.com. Okay. So she's basically looking for some guy, some, you know, she's a young Mm -hmm. girl. Like, oh, I could get some older dude that has some cash to pay some stuff. And all I have to do is have sex with him. You know, is she really good looking? Incredibly gorgeous. Right. She's a model, actually. Okay. And on a scale of one to 10, what do you rate yourself? (laughs) Okay. I'd be a, I'd be a five or six probably, eh? Okay, so I mean, and let's just be honest, okay? I don't, I don't know who oh, no, you are. I, I, you don't know who I am, okay? What do you correct, think? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is what's so funny to me about dudes, you know? What do you think at 52, 53 years old, you're a five or a six? And what do you yeah. think a girl that's 23 that looks like a model is doing with you? Yeah, yeah, I know. She wants uh, you I've to just really be that's correct. I'm, I'm aware of that, yeah. Right, so you don't care. So when she's trying to take it up a notch and she wants more money from you, like, I just, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't trust it. You just can't. How much money have you given her yeah. so far? Like, what other sort of, has she pulled any other kind of, like, small scams on you to get, like, money? Have you lent her money in the past? Yeah, or, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like oh, one what? One big one. And, uh, she was in a car accident and got sued. <laughs> so, so, 70 bills, eh? <laughs> How much money did she get for the car accident from you? All of it. How much? All of it. Seventy grand. Oh my god! Oh my god! Stop, Kevin. This is—you're not serious, are you? You gave her seventy you grand, and you now you're wondering if you're getting—and now you're wondering if you're getting scammed yeah. for thirty thousand. You should have called me at the seventy thousand. At least I had really. But don't you? Do you have friends or family or anyone that you discuss this stuff with? Please. I, you know, I, only uh, my one sister and my one buddy, because I'm embarrassed by this, really. Eh? You're like, what? I realize I've been screwed, eh? I'm embarrassed about this, because I, I realize I've been screwed, eh? Yeah, where are you from? I love your accent. Are you Irish? I'm Irish descent, yeah. Right. How long have you been in this country for? Your whole life? Like. Oh, I'm, I'm not in your country. I'm in Canada. Oh, okay. How long you been in... Oh, okay. So you kind of have like I'm a Canadian a, I, accent I, I, too, right? It's like a mix. Canadian. I guess so, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, okay, so mm-hmm. you've been embarrassed because you feel like you, on some level, you know what's going on here. But on some level, you were getting something out of it. You're like, I don't care that I'm being used for cash because I could screw this girl. I'm like, are you texting every day? Like, if she doesn't live, where does she live? Well, she, she's lived in Philly when we were dating. But suppose she's in Nigeria now. <laughs> Please. And I, I give you emails. Stop. She, who cares even if she is in Nigeria? I'm just telling you. Like, even if that was the truth, let her fucking stay there, okay? Stop with the money. I mean, if this is where you want to go, if you want to have some kind of relationship that is totally bullshit and you want to live in, like, fantasy land and have this kind of situation that is set up, 
that's fine. If you know exactly what the deal is, like, you know, this girl's with you because she likes the cash and you get what you're getting from it, then that's okay. That's a mutual exchange. And you want to pay her out and spend your money that way. That's all right. But if you're like at the point in your life where you're like the, you know, you sort of are seeing the reality of it and it's not sitting well with you, then we could talk and I could help you get the fuck out of that situation. But if you're okay with it, that's your, that's your thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I, I tell you what, like I sent him money last week, eh? How much? Five hundred bucks. Okay, five hundred for what? To buy a computer, eh? Over over there, so she can talk to me regularly. Okay. Well, what what has your relationship been for the whole six years? Like, what is the scenario? Like, so you meet her on SugarDaddy.com, right? That's how you yeah. meet her mm-hmm. through email. She's like mm-hmm. a fucking model. She's gorgeous. You're older. You've been married. You're like this is like your dream come true, right? She's totally into you. Oh. oh, oh. For sure. Right? And so what what is your first meeting like? Like how long after you meet her on that website do you actually meet her in person? How long of a time? It's probably a month. Okay. And in that time period, are you guys texting, talking on the phone, Skyping? Like what's the communication like? It, it, it was a uh, uh, text and email. Okay. Start. So then where do you meet her? You're in Canada at this time and she's still in Philly? Like that's where it started six years ago? That's correct, yeah. Okay. So- and I went on... I went to Holiday, South Carolina, and I met her down there. So you flew her out, though. You paid for her to meet you there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you fly her first class? She took a train. Oh, a train. <laughs> she had a train. She she had her own train ticket from from something else, and um, from a modeling gig apparently. So I met her down there on the on the train. <laughs> a modeling gig they don't even okay so she comes down to south carolina and now what's that meeting like like do you does she screw you that first time when you meet her do you take her out to dinner like what happens that first encounter we we, we, we met her at 11 o'clock at night and so i had to go to the hotel room and we didn't we didn't have sex the first night no we didn't okay so she meets you at the why did you meet so late at 11 she it was when when her train got in she missed one she missed the train and then she got the next one in and that came in at about 11 o'clock at night 10, 10 or 11, something like that. So, okay. we, so we just got a room, we had a couple of drinks, and we went to the room. So we didn't, we slept together that night, we didn't have sex that night. Okay, and then, so how many days do you spend that first, at that first meeting together? How long? It was just uh, three, three days. Okay, so do Three you, days and two nights. Okay, so you spent all your time together, and you were, like, taking her out to dinner, and then you started having sex with her that first time? That's correct, yeah. Okay, and was the sex great? Like, did you guys have great chemistry? Yeah, mm-hmm. It okay. was incredible. Okay, and so then you leave, and then you guys keep in touch. Yeah, and then, and, and we met. And actually, I took her to the, to the airport, and when I went to wash her. I said, "Actually, how's he doing?" She, she said, "There's a problem, but she needed four hundred dollars for some kind of goofy problem. I don't even know what it was now." So right off so the I, bat, I, that yeah. first meeting. I'm sorry, because sometimes it's hard to understand your accent a little bit. At that first meeting, right after three days, yeah. you take her to the airport, and she says to you, "Oh, by the way, I need four hundred bucks for something." Good news. Strictly Anonymous podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 
420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too, so you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Okay, and what was the problem? Do you remember? It was just some stupid thing. It was. It, I don't remember what it was. Something at home, man. I forget what it was. Okay, so she so greased she you with the sex, and then she's like, hit you up for some cash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you gave it to her. Yeah. Okay, and so she flies away. What was the problem mm-hmm. then? What did she need the four hundred dollars for? Do you remember? I can't remember what it was, but it was, but it was a scam because but she got a phone call in the two minutes I went to the washroom and we came back and had this four hundred dollar problem. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh my god, no, I know what you mean. Do you know what you mean? <laughs> oh my god. All right. when, you, when you look back at it, you realize what's going on, eh? So Yeah, yeah, you realize, oh my god. Okay, so so after that she leaves and then how long like and so now you're just like in touch and when's the next time that you actually see her in person? How long I think it was two weeks later. Two weeks uh, later. Okay, where do you see her then? I met in uh, Buffalo because she couldn't come to, didn't have a passport to come to Canada. Uh huh. And, and I'm near Buffalo, so we, we met over there. Okay, and then did she hit you up for cash that time? Um, I think she probably did, yeah. Okay, and you don't remember how much you just gave her some cash? I, I think it was 400 that time too. <laughs> was there a like? Was there an issue, or did she just ask for some money? Um. It's probably just, I can't remember really, but there was, there probably was an issue, but she needed 400 bucks and I gave it to her. Okay. So basically this girl starts asking you for cash, like all the time, straight from the beginning. Yeah. 400 mm-hmm. turns into like, what, what, what is the four? Cause you know, eventually you give her $70,000 in between 400 and 70,000. Like, does it just keep yeah. increasing over time? And is it oh, always yeah. like a, a car accident or a transportation? Like, she, she went, she went to LA to work, hey. So she so you need to get to an apartment and I says, Get an apartment for fifteen hundred, eh? So she gets one for three thousand a month, eh? Uh-huh. And um and a couple of course she was fine and then six months later, Oh, I missed my rent. Can you can you help me with the rent? And I had to borrow the money to get to pay that, really, eh? The three thousand you needed to give her or she more than yeah, that? Yeah. Yeah. Well yeah, I gave her three thousand. Right. And and I borrowed the money to pay to, to get that really, because I needed it right away, eh? So Right. So Okay, and, and that, that was just two times. okay. So she asked you for rent money, the three thousand for rent money. And how do you know that she was paying three thousand for her apartment? I mean, where was she getting that money from? She's from these modeling you know, gigs. It was true. Um, my, my name, my name is on a lease, so I, I did see the lease. Okay, and so, but she knew. And how was she paying for this on her own anyway? The th- for the three k. Well, she was modeling. Getting she, she decided she, she went out there for, for modeling, and that, that's what she was doing, right? But it's very inconsistent, obviously, right? Right. And would you see the modeling pictures? Um, yeah. What kind of modeling? Um, she's in a couple of uh, videos, eh? Uh-huh. Uh, off the air, I'll tell you her name, and you can uh, Google her name, eh? Right. She's in a couple of videos, and she's, she's in one video with LNFAO. Uh-huh. She's in one of their videos. Right. Okay. I don't think there's I that. Asked, I asked her. Yeah. I asked her about royalties, and she says, oh, no, it's just a fee up front, and that's all she got, eh? Yeah, you don't pay get that much for that kind of stuff. I, not to support yourself 3000 a month, I'm telling you that much, okay? Yeah. She's mm-hmm. probably got, like, mm-hmm. five other guys helping her. So she got through, I mean, I hate to say it, but please. Oh, no, I'm not, I'm not an idiot. I figure that's probably the case. Right, so she, she hits you up for a couple months' rent, right? So you give her 3000 a couple times in a row, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and 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 so she's always like and she keeps you like she keeps you happy like this whole time obviously like on some level she was fulfilling your emotional needs besides too right because you're thinking this girl is your girlfriend right yeah are you guys like texting and sending emoticons to each other and smiley faces all that shit is that just like going on constantly yep and we're on yahoo messenger on camera quite a bit too eh? right okay and so you see her every now and so after the rent what does she hit you up for uh, well, one of the big things she needed a car, eh? Uh-huh. And I said, I can give you three grand, three grand to get a car, eh? Uh-huh. So she says, okay, okay, that's fine. So she calls me. I've got a car. It's seven grand. <laughs> <laughs> Just like she always like doubles her shit. She's not stupid. Like the remember the apartments fifteen hundred, yeah. but she gets them for three thousand. She wants a car for three thousand. Very typical. I get one yeah. for seven thousand. Yeah. Okay. And I'd say, well, I'll send, I'll send you five hundred bucks. Can you make it six? So stuff like that, eh? Right. So you gave her seven thousand for a car. Yeah, she had the car picked out. Yeah, but didn't get it, eh? But buys a Mercedes instead, eh? Okay. And seven thousand was a down payment, obviously. Uh huh. <laughs> and you sent that to her. Uh yeah, I sent her the seven to buy the to buy the seven thousand dollar car. Okay, what comes but after that? Mercedes. Yeah, what comes after that? She, she bought a Mercedes instead. Right, I got it. And. Somebody ran into it, and it's in the garage, and she never and uh, never drove it. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> how do you even know she bought? What, well, dude? How do you even oh, no, know she bought a Mercedes? Uh, you know, with that seven thousand. I suppose I, I suppose I, I get pictures of a three thousand dollar car. Right. I never got pictures of any car, really. Eh? Right, and she just told you she bought a Mercedes, and she need, and she paid seven thousand for it, and then she told you someone crashed into it, and it was in a in a car. She's got a yeah. lot of car crashes because eventually you pay seventy oh. grand for a car crash, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah. Oh my god, dude, I love you. You are like hilarious. <laughs> I really didn't believe that people like you actually real like you really exist. Like you're not pulling my chain. Like this is a real uh, I story. Couldn't make this up. I couldn't make this up. Uh, no, yeah, no, I guess not. But wait a second. So, I mean, you should go on like Dateline or something because, you know, I, I don't know. I I bet you like it would be I'm a rich. really good episode because if they investigated her, they probably have like five other guys like you on and you could all be at that's all probably the case. figure out how much money yeah. she's banking a, a a year off of you dudes. Okay, wait. So she pays 7000 for some Mercedes. All of a sudden, it's like in a wreck and she can't even use it. And do you ever ask her what that's so you never get and you never give her anything as a loan, right? It's always money just given to her as a gift, right? Well, at least I said this, this is a loan. I need this money back. I've said that a few times. Eh? Uh-huh. And uh, actually, when I gave her seventy, uh, I sent her an email and, and she signed it. She gave me back. Uh huh. And when she handed it to me, it was very, it was very telling the way she handed it to me. It just opened up a person. Oh, here. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> right. That like, was. I owe you for seventy thousand. It wasn't any big deal, eh? Yeah, right. Exactly. She's not giving you back any money. So, how does she eventually get to the seventy thousand? So, you give her seven thousand for a car. What else? I said the seventy for the car crash. No, no, no. Seventy thousand. I thought it was seven thousand for the Mercedes. Seventy thousand. No, it's seven for the car. Right. But somebody hit her. Somebody hit her, and or she hit somebody, and and they sued her for seventy (laughs) thousand. How That's long? Have, stop it! How long? Oh, come on! How long has after she bought that car did the car crash happen? Um, I don't even. I, I, it's, it's all a big blur to me, really. Eh? So she calls you up one day. It's like, oh my god, baby, my car got busted. Like they're suing me. I need seventy grand. You, you know what? It, it was. 
it was a rental that she had that she got that she hit somebody with, and she didn't have insurance. And <laughs> in, in Canada, Stop. I know you can't. You can't rent a car without insurance. Yeah, right? yeah, you can't. Uh huh. No, you so, can't. Like in in a, no in America, you have an option to take insurance or not. A certain insurance. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. But she's still full of shit. I don't believe a word that comes out of her mouth. I almost would say you're on her side now. <laughs> Am I on her side? No, I feel like I mean no, you know. No, I, I was gonna say you were for a second. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. So you know, when you when when you add it all up, there's just too many crazy, crazy, goofy stories to be believable, really. I mean, 100% she's using you for your cash and she's swindling you. Like, 100%. There's not a chance that that's not happening. I mean, and even you know it yeah. because you laugh when you're telling Because you know it when you hear it outside of yourself and you hear yourself saying oh, it. Sure. You hear how ridiculous it sounds, right? I mean, everything. It's straight out of, like, a, a made-up story. You know, the old man yeah. with the young girl, the model, quote-unquote. I mean, what kind of model is she? She's on videos. You know what I mean? She's You don't even make that much money. She's on SugarDaddy.com. I mean... You can't make yeah. this shit up. It sounds made up because it's so sort of stereotypical. You, I can't even believe yeah. that this, like, someone could really be taken. But I think that that's what happens. And I'm going to use the D word, and it's so rude to say, but when people are desperate, it's, you know, women get yeah. taken all the time by men in that way, too. You know, we see it the opposite. We see these women that are older that get, you know, these guys come in and they sort of take them for all their money and shit, you know, and it's like it's a it's a desperation thing because, you know, why what what is it about you that would be would, you know, because you're not stupid. You can't be that stupid. Right. But on some level, you <laughs> lived in denial so that you could get what you wanted. You put all your rational thinking aside because you were so desperate to get that attention or whatever it was that she was giving you that yeah. you chose to look the a, other a way. Great, a great piece of ass. A great piece of ass, maybe. Totally. And, you know, you would have spent a lot. You could have had a good piece of ass. And I, I promote this stuff on my podcast all the time. And it's very terrible because it's like illegal, you know, like escorts and prostitution. But you could go to Vegas and, like, get free yeah. hookers. And not free hookers. Like, legalized, you know, prostitution for less money than you're paying for this girl, if that's really what you want. But, I mean, was it, like, more than just mm -hmm. the sex? I think it was more than the sex. I think it was, like, all the attention and thinking that you had, like, a girl oh. that really cared about you, right? Like, we go up somewhere. I said, I felt like a celebrity. You walk through a bar or a restaurant some night, or you walk downtown. I felt like a celebrity walking along beside her early, eh? Right. So it's, like, an ego thing. You're a five or six. Like, what were your wives? Like, were your wives hot, or were they, like... Uh, the people that you actually um, really had in real to, life. Uh, my, my first life was a 10 also. Eh? Okay. Were you better looking at that so, time like, in your life? Were you like a seven at that time? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you come on. You <laughs> told me you're stuff. a five. I, it's not that I, I know. That's not that good. Canadians are very humble, eh? What? Canadians are very humble. What is? I couldn't understand that. Canadians are very humble. Oh, okay. So maybe you're better than a five. So your first <laughs> wife was a 10. And how come that went sour? What happened with your first marriage? How long were you married for? Three years. And what she happened? She found out I wasn't rich, eh? Uh, she found out I wasn't rich, so she decided to leave me, eh? So. Okay. Why did she think you were rich? Because I was good looking, eh? Right. Okay. She thought they went together. <laughs> I okay. just pulled your leg, eh? So. Okay. So she, she divorced you after she realized there's no cash there. And then what happened the second time? How long were you married uh, for? Uh, three years again, but I'm not going to get into the other two, okay? So. Okay, interesting. It's no big deal, really. But oh, okay. I don't want to talk. 
Okay. I didn't beat anybody up enough like that. Eh? No, no, no. I believe that. No, no, no. I, I totally get that about you. I think it's just your ego. Like, that's why I ask about the other stuff because it just it sort of would be the reason, like, all these things sort of compile up and, and sort of weigh on you and then they fuck with your self esteem and then it's like so low that, yeah. you know, you sort but, of yeah, act I'm, on I'm, desperation. I'm not a lonely old man who never had a woman in his life and, and got hooked by this girl. But that's not the case. No, no, that's not what I'm. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that you've had too much experience that totally, like, yeah. sort of, you know, ruined your your view of yourself because of stuff that you've been through. I've seen a lot of guys. I have guy friends that were in marriages where they were very abused by their women, sort of emotionally. You know, the woman gets like sick of them and they stay with them, and then the women are just yeah. like every day, like on their ass, totally not into them, putting them down, putting them down. By the time they get divorced. Mm. It's like they have no balls. Their dicks were chopped off. And they're like bitter, <laughs> like low self-esteem dudes. You know, they come out of it on the other side totally different. It happens to women, too, in a different way. But like, so that's why I ask not to think. I'm not saying you don't have any woman that you're desperate. It's like that you maybe had too many of the bad experiences that it changes who you are. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, it, it creates it, it makes you do sort of things that you wouldn't have done 20 years ago. I'm going to tell you something that might not be irrelevant, but all three women I was married to are black, eh? And I've always dated black women. Uh-huh. And, and uh, I don't know if that's relevant or not, eh? But that's, a, that's the case, really, eh? So. What, that you've always dated black, that these women are all black? Yeah. No, I don't think that that's <laughs> relevant. I mean, obviously, this one, the Nigerian thing is, you know, of course she's black if she's is claiming the whole. But no, yeah. I don't think it's relevant. I love black women more so than white women. They're so fascinating to me. They're colorful. They're, they just have more personality. They're more out there. You know, they're less uptight. There's, there's, <laughs> there's a joke on the Internet a buddy of mine sent me. A guy dates a, a Scottish girl, and she gets drunk on the first date. They have sex on the first date. He dates a black girl. Uh, it takes him into the first date. The second date, he pays her rent. Third date, he pays her mother's rent. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Is that how they roll? Is that how they roll? Is that well, the deal? I mean, he said it. He said it to me because he knew I paid her rent a few times. <laughs> right. Well, people could say that about Russia. I have friends that go with Russian girls, and they're like horrified because the, those girls have no problem put their hands out for money. And maybe that's just listen. Some people, you know, you just learn by like if you know people are sort of oppressed or they're they come from like a culture where, like I said, they're oppressed or you know they learn survival skills you know and a part of it is like putting their hand out for money for men and you know on a certain level and it's very base and this is like the lowest level like you know women are sex objects and men you know provide money like you know what i mean like that's the exchange that's really going on underneath it all even in nature you know a woman looks to a man for survival instincts so is it you know when a girl is sort of doing that like really right off the bat, you know, it just might come from like a survival kind of a thing, you know? Yeah, for sure. I understand. And if you're willing, like I said, to do business that way and you know what that Mm -hmm. exchange is for, then it's okay. Do you know what I mean? It's okay. You want to feel like a movie star walking through and this girl's giving you like, I don't think like if that's what you want and you kind of know on some level that you just have to pay her some money and take care of her quote unquote problems then that's fine. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. you know, when she's taking mm-hmm. you for 70 grand or 30 grand and you're not in, you don't really have that kind of money that that's a lot of money for you. Like that's fucked up. I'm sorry. Oh, you have to draw job. a certain line or have some kind of boundaries. You know what I mean? If you want to stay in this kind of 
scenario, which is uh, you're basically both using each other. She's you're using her as much as she's using you. I'm not saying like she's you're the total victim. Okay, you're getting some. You're not a that much. It's not like you're this big stupid sucker. You know, it's just you're using. You know exactly what you're using her for. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to look good. You want to feel good. You want some sex and and you have the perfect relationship. I'm sure she never fucking nags you like a real rela- like a real girlfriend. She probably doesn't have to oh, see no, you. No, all- no. There's probably none of that garbage. We never really had a fight. Eh? Yeah, of course, because there's no real relationship going on in real intimacy. Yeah. Right. In real intimacy. Yeah. You know, when someone really cares about you, there's all kinds of clashing that goes on. That's like the sign of true yeah. love. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? When- the, the, the only fight we've. The only thing we've had is when we're texting back and forth. She needs money. Well, exactly. I can't send you money today. I, I got. I had to help somebody else say. And uh, wow. right, but that's <laughs> right. So that's what I'm saying. So on a certain level, as a man, every man, you know, has this fantasy. Like I want a girl that you know doesn't fucking talk, that doesn't give me any problems, that just likes me, that just fucks me, that looks good, you know, but doesn't want to deal with the bad stuff. And this is the only way to have it. That's the whole thing. You know what yeah. I mean? You are okay. sort of okay. selling your soul for it. So th- that's what you get and that's what it is and i know plenty of guys that go for that and you want to trick yourself into believing that she likes you for you on a certain level you know that that's not the case but you also don't like her for her you guys aren't having a real relationship you're having like one that's kind of safe and maybe at this place in your life it's um enough for you you know what i mean like that's what all you really Uh want you don't want a girl you know you've been married three times you've been through the real stuff and that's like hard work so this is kind of easy as long as you pay for it you get all the good stuff right that's correct yeah so that's your (laughs) that's your choice and i know plenty of men that take that choice you know um or make that choice um, and that's, yeah. it, you know, because the other choice is you go back to having real relationships and you have real intimacy and you have a girl that doesn't put her hand out for money. But, you know, sometimes you get in fights and she wants to see you all the time. And, you know, there's and it's hard work and there's all those other problems. And that's that's oh, the other thing, you know. Apparently. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you've had both. But I mean, if you just want to know whether she's scamming you, dude, she's been she's been it's not a is, is it a scam at this point? You guys have been in a six year sort of not I wouldn't call it a relationship. Yeah. I would call it like a partnership, like a, a business. Well, it's okay. like a business relationship where, you know, you're both uh-huh. getting what you, you each person wants and needs. And um, at this point, do you want to pay 70 grand for it? I mean, no, you've paid 70. Now it's 30. Like, this is less. Like, why all of a sudden are yeah. you like, wait a second, I'm getting scammed now? Are you starting to get sick of it? Oh, yeah, for sure, right? How come? Because like, it's it just, well, like, I mean, I just, well, I, if I had the 30 grand, I probably would have done it, but I don't have any. So it's the problem is you you can't support this situation anymore that's yeah, the problem this problem yeah mm-hmm. right if you could you would right yeah and that's that's i'm glad that i can't really because but i'm not sitting when i get the 30 grand where do i send it she doesn't even know where i send it to really what do you mean the nowhere to send it to okay well so the apology is i had it's a fine i have to pay the american immigration yep it's, it's a fine from immigration why she got kicked out that's her story uh-huh. uh-huh and where do you have to send it to well she doesn't know yeah, you, trust me. This you're gonna say she doesn't know because she hasn't figured out the scam yet. She hasn't figured out where she's gonna yeah. tell you to send. You're not sending it to anybody other than her. Trust me. Yeah, that that will be the answer. Just put it in my account and I'll be looked after, right? Of course. And I'm not. Well, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. Of course, but I mean. <laughs> but where did you send the seventy thousand when you sent it? And how did you get Into that money? How did you get that money? <laughs> 
Uh, well, I, I had that money. Right. I, I actually have, do have a thirty grand, but it's, it's locked away in my retirement day, so. Yeah, and how come? This is what I want. Like, how come all of a sudden? It, and I guess it's like you said because you really just don't have the money. That all of a sudden this is like you're starting to think like, am I being, quote unquote, scammed? Well, well, see, in, in June is when she got uh, deported, and they said she could be deported in thirty days. Mm-hmm. Well, then she got another another thirty day extension. Uh-huh. So, so after after August first, she says, well, "I'll be gone tomorrow." So I said, "Well, we're not going to say goodbye," and she didn't even say goodbye to me. And then I heard from her just before Christmas. She was in Nigeria and got access to a computer. And just the stories in Nigeria, like I have, to, I need money. I have to have an escort to take me to the computer office because it's not <laughs> safe for a woman here and all this. And I'm out of, I don't have any food. I'm here with family, and they're poor. They don't have any money. They don't have any food. <laughs> <laughs> the stories are just getting so freaking crazy. I know. I mean, the model stories that I'm in LA and I crashed a car. Now she's getting, she's just, she's getting more creative. Or uh, to me, lazier well, because this shit is like so obvious. I mean, the car crashes. Really? I don't know. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Kevin, please. Like, I don't you know, know what you I... want me from me. Do you want me to tell you, like, 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 I, I'm trying to read you and see where you're sort of at. I mean, because sometimes people aren't at the place where they're like, like, you know, when you say I, I, if I had the money, I'd pay. Like, maybe you're not ready to give up this sort of like arrangement that you have. Mm-hmm. You know, but maybe you could find a cheaper arrangement. I bet you there's some girls that would, you know, would need a lot less money and still fuck you for a, like maybe, you know, a thousand a month. Oh. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? Why don't you go back on SugarDaddy.com? Try to find yourself a new Nigerian princess. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not being a smartass, but this, this chick is the hottest looking woman I've ever seen in my life. Right. That's what that's what it is. That's the, that's how they get you. That's how you're yeah. being mm-hmm. gotten. Like, that's the deal. That's the thing. That's the that's I mean, like your kryptonite. Every guy, every woman, everybody has like a kryptonite. Your kryptonite like is like yeah. a, it's the looks. It makes you like you say it's that thing. Oh. It's like an ego thing with you. And you're being taken yeah. because mm-hmm. you're feeding that part of your ego. That's what it is. Yeah. Uh-huh. You could either let go of that and live in the real world or you could live in fantasy land and keep feeding your ego and like, you know, and just have your bank account or your retirement fund dwindle. Like, what are you going to do if you wind up like sort of broke from for this shit? I mean, at a certain level, you have to come out of this phase. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Don't you? I mean, you're not like you don't have millions and millions of dollars. I mean, we've all heard about the like the the millionaire that's gone through this. You know, the old man that's just being taken, and he doesn't care because yeah. he's got unlimited funds. But you don't have that's unlimited correct. funds. Well, they are limited now. <laughs> what? They are limited now, for sure. <laughs> right. So you're at like a crossroads. You're like, fuck, because you're not yeah. really done with the scenario. You know you're being taken. You know it's an arrangement. You know she's kind of using you, but you still don't. I still don't think you care. But like, if she called me today and said, uh, told the whole horror story, I'd probably send her money the next day. If you but, had it. I'm, I, yeah, I feel like it is saying that, but I mean, it's probably the case. She, she probably talked me into it. Because several times I said, that's it, I'm not no more. And then she would talk me into it, eh? So. 
<laughs> Dude, she struck gold with you. I mean, you guys are the perfect couple in a way because you're both giving each other what each other needs on some level she doesn't want a real relationship either at all she's just taking she just wants your cash and you just like i said want her you know want the status of her like what she gives you by just you know in Uh in relation to you like whatever like like in in my mind i'm still thinking i hope she comes gets here this summer and i'll take her out take her for dinner and show her off to my friends like right exactly that's actually going... <laughs> yeah <stupid> is that? <laughs> no i can't listen i think i think it's great that you sort of have an awareness of it yet you're still and you're able to laugh at it but yet you're still not sort of attached to the fact that like when you're laughing it's like that's you like well who you're talking about making jokes like that's yeah. really where you're at and i think if you really went into that sort of feeling you might get sort of upset about where you wound up and where you are because there is some sort of big vapid hole inside of you that you're filling up with like this nonsense on a certain level you know if you if you get to the point where you have no more money and you can't feed it it's like a drug addict you know what i mean like what are you going to get off on what are you going to get off on Mm -hmm. you know what i mean this is what's fulfilling Mm -hmm. you like you could look like a thought of like oh maybe she'll come in the summertime and i could show her to my guys could last you for six months. You know, you don't even need to see her in all that time. You could be alone and just be fine knowing you're seeing her. Like, to me, it's more of the yeah. thought of what's going on is fulfilling you like this if fantasy land. You know, you're either going to have to get a new fantasy girlfriend or you're going to have to bust out of fantasy land and st- start living in reality again. It's your yeah. choice, uh-huh. you know, but fantasy uh-huh. relationships, you're going to, you know, there's consequences to them. And for you, yeah. since you're the guy in a fantasy relationship, the consequences you're most likely gonna have to pay for that. Or set up a you yeah. know another relationship with some crazy girl that lives long distance and is emotionally unavailable. You know, I don't know, but to get the good looking girl, the girl that you want that fits your fantasy sort of situation, you're gonna have to pay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I suggest you get a new one if you're not ready to give it up totally and get into psychotherapy or something and start figuring out like what you really what really makes you happy and fulfilled in life. Like, you know, or find just get some escorts. Like is is prostitution legal in Canada? I just had someone email me about how terrible it is that I tell people, I think, to like have go to prostitute. (laughs) But like, I mean, is that (laughs) is that legal to take out an escort like a companion? You know what I mean? Uh, it's well, they have Craigslist here, right? Yeah, and that's basically the same thing, really. Eh? So right, right, you're going to be paying for it. Yeah, you're kind yeah. of fucked. You're definitely being scammed. I would not send her the thirty thousand. Like, do not. And you know oh, what'll no, happen? Oh, you might not lose her totally. Don't give her the thirty grand. And maybe she'll just, you know, when she realizes she can't shake you for that, she'll come back when she needs like a thousand or something. You know what I mean? She'll just try to get whatever yeah, she really. can from you. Don't you think? Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. I just tell you, when I sent her the 70 grand, I didn't hear from her for four months, eh? <laughs> and I thought, she's just fucked off to Hawaii or something like that, eh? Totally. She went traveling. Then, then out of the blue, I got an email. I got deported, she said, eh? Because it was a car accident. They said she paid on the last day, and they, they were the claim that she wasn't paying, and they reported her in immigration. They reported her by mistake for four months. Uh-huh. And where'd she go then? Oh, that's why. And she couldn't send you an email? That's correct, yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> I watched Tyra Banks one time at her show. She said, "She says, you know, a gorilla with no fingers can send a text." Day. <laughs> wait, wait, you went on. Wait, what did you say about Tyra Banks? You went on her show. She, she you know, I saw that. I, I watched her show one time. Oh, right. And she said, she, "There's how the relationship is. A gorilla with no fingers 
could send a text. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Or an email. Like, there's really no reason. She disappeared for four months after you gave her seventy grand, yeah. and then when she reappeared, she said, "Oh, I was deported." I mean, she, I, I, she must have girlfriends that she sits around and talks to, and they just have uh, like the biggest laugh. Like, I mean, I oh. couldn't. If this was my friend, and she was scamming a dude, and she was like, "Oh," and then I took seventy, and then I disappeared, and then I called him and said this, and he was like, "Okay," like. Oh. I would be like, you've got and to that, be kidding me. Oh, yeah, really? I mean, I'd be like, like I want to talk to that guy. I'd be like, I want to talk oh, yeah. to that guy. And now I am talking to you, and I'm like, I don't even really know what to say to you. <laughs> yeah, it, you know what? It's just like, I, I'm talking to you here, and I've, I've mentioned to a few friends, and and, and like, it's sometimes 90% of the conversation was on the way. Well, 100% of them said, Kevin, you're being scanned. Stop it. <laughs> Yeah, it's 100%. But I, like I said, I, it doesn't even matter. You know you are. You laugh about yeah. it. You completely mm-hmm. know. I don't think that you care. I really don't. I don't think that's the problem. I think the problem right now is you don't have the money to support your habit. And But I think that you're fine mm-hmm. with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but I think but, like, I'm... Yeah. But, but my, like, I didn't hear from her for three months in the fall, which supposedly went to Nigeria. And I said, well, that's it. I'm, I'm over it really now. I'm fine. And then I get a, a text. She, she has a cousin in Philadelphia who texts me, supposedly, and says uh, she can get to a phone, eh? Or she can get to a computer if <laughs> a doctor tomorrow, eh? Oh, my God. So, you know, I, I know I'm being scammed, eh? And uh, I guess hearing it from you makes the final, really. <laughs> No, come on. You know what it is? No, it's like when, you know, when it's like you need to hear it from yourself. Like, there's like... You need to come to the like a the one hundred percent realization, and I think what's scary about that is when you really sort of face that truth about yourself, you might come like you might feel really horrified and really upset and really like not good about yourself, and I think that's what you're uh-huh. afraid to do. So it's easier to sort of just avoid those thoughts of like the truth of the situation and keep going because uh-huh. what you're gonna have to face is that you were taken and that none of this was real, and that's like really really depressing. But I promise you that. If you go to that place and get depressed and feel terrible about yourself and let go of her and feel like you never had like when you come to the other side of that, you'll be okay. You know what I mean? But if you keep living in denial about it and keep going, you're going to wind up broke. You're going to have no money and it's just going to get worse and worse because you're like addicted to this situation, Mm -hmm. you know, and you're not you're you're refusing to let go of it. I, I am, yeah, but you know what? Like I, I heard what you just said, and that's that's great therapy fun right there. Because my my first wife, I was mad in love with her, yeah, and I broke up with her. We broke up, and I said, you know, the worst thing in my life happened to me, and I survived it, no yeah. problem. Yeah. So so there's nothing else going to bother me after that now. Right, yeah, that's you, 30 years ago. Right, but you know what happens is, and I think as we get older, and I've seen this happen to many people, it's happened to me. Like we get really, really hurt by somebody and then we're so afraid to get hurt again because we know but we know but on another level like you just said you also know that you survived it you know what I mean and you were okay Uh but what what we all don't want to do is we don't want to go to that really painful place because it's painful and it feels fucking terrible you know I'm an addict I'm a sober person for like 11 years
10 years. And the reason why I drank all my life and did that is be, and what I realized once I quit drinking is that I did that to not have feelings, like not have bad feelings. You know what I mean? I don't like oh, yeah. feeling pain. I do anything like, you know, I was a hypochondriac. I would create diseases when I didn't want to, you know, I would do anything to get away from a bad feeling and live in denial of whatever was going on. So I totally get it. And what the biggest fear yeah. is, is just feeling bad. But if you could realize that it's just a feeling and that the more that you just feel bad and the more you go through it, the less it becomes and then you're okay. You know what I mean? And we've all mm-hmm. done that too. Like you said, you did that with your ex-wife. You went, you just need your fate. Like you need to get to that place where you like loop out of it. You know what I mean? You, you have to get into the place where you're in the full reality of like how bad this situation is. You know, now you're laughing mm-hmm. about it. We're making jokes about it. You kind of know it intellectually, but you need to know it like emotionally. You know what I mean? You need to sort of really mm-hmm. attach to it in a different way mm-hmm. you know you do do you go to therapy at all only crazy people do that eh? oh please if you don't think you're cra- <laughs> quote unquote crazy come on I, only I'm crazy joke. people don't do that yeah crazy <laughs> only crazy people don't go to therapy I, I, i'm joking but i i, I did once uh, 15 years ago i did yeah, listen, but it's it very be... hard to find the right. I think a lot of people get very turned off to therapists because a lot of times you go to like oh. therapy and they're like fucking nuts or something. And that's like anything. You know what I mean? It's like it's hard to find a good yeah. knee doctor. They're all terrible. Like, you know, to me, it's the 90 yeah. 10 rule. Like 90% of everything out there is garbage and 10% is amazing. And you have to find the 10% in everything you do, whether it's a doctor, a therapist, Correct. a hairdresser. There's more people that are bad doing what their, what their job is than good. So it's very hard. I think a lot of people go to therapy, they meet a therapist and the therapist sucks or they're crazy and it doesn't work and they think therapy is bullshit. But if you go until you find, if you really look into it and go until you find like the right person, it's amazing and it's really life changing and it really does help and there really is something to it. It's just hard to find the right therapist, uh, you know, um, and the right kind of therapy. My friend is, I'm 59 years old. Uh, what's a 35-year-old uh, psychiatrist going to tell me that I don't know already, really? Well, I have to that, say, right, but first of all, you, you know, right, but, you know, I have to say that I f- had a therapist recently who was a psychoanalyst, and they're very expensive, um, but that kind of psychoanalysis is actually really amazing if you could find somebody in your area that does that. And they just go to a lot of school. And she, like, talked to me and taught me things because she was just so well-educated in this stuff that you can't really know for yourself. It's not about life experience. These people know how the brain works and all these other things. Like, it was fascinating. Right. And then she really changed me um, as a person. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was, like, really good therapy it was psycho like analytical like and if you look into that kind of therapy or cognitive therapy you need somebody to like wake you up you know what I mean if you can't do it yourself sometimes if you don't wake Mm -hmm. up in a situation what happens life teaches you those or you'll be woken up by like losing all your money like something will take you down so it's either get the help before that happens and, you know, your takedown or your bottom could be in your control, right? And you could decide, I'm going to go to this place and get depressed and let go of this girl and go through the fucking breakup in my mind. You know what I mean? Because you don't need to break up with her. You need to break up in your head. You know what I mean? Because this whole situation's happening inside your mind, you know? You could go yep. through that on your own and do it in control or you could continue to look the other way. But and eventually it's just all going to blow up in your face in a really terrible way. Either you're never going to hear from her again 
or you're going to lose all your money, you know? So it's really your choice. It's like somebody that's at a job and they hate it and they just never quit. And then they just eventually get fired. Like, I mean, you're, it's this whole shit is going to blow up. It could either get, it's going to get worse and worse, or you could decide now is the time to get out and get out means like, just go to that place of like, I have to let go of this bullshit you know, that's keeping me satisfied. It's like fake. It's like you're filling yourself up with nothing. It's fake fulfillment. It's that's why it's not enough. You know, that's why it's not enough for her because she's fulfilling herself with money from God. You know, it'll never end there and it'll never end for you because you're trying to fill yourself up with something that's not real. Uh It'll never make you fully happy. It's just like bullshit. You know, Oh, I'm going to make my friends think I'm great. I'm going to walk through a room. You have like these little moments of like sort of feeling great about yourself. And then what's in between three months of torture, (laughs) three months of fucking torture because you haven't heard from her and you don't know. And, you know, it's like, I don't know. That's a tough way to live. It's a tough way to live. Thank you very, very much. Yeah. You put this into perspective for me, really. Yeah, you have to look at it that way. Like I said, I don't know what you're ready for. If that's where you're looking to go with it or you're just looking to figure out how to pay them you're definitely being is scam like i said scam isn't the right word you're definitely in a situation that is based on you giving her money and then she'll stay with you and if you can't give her any more money then maybe you're going to have to end the situation but you should look into all these other sort of things just about yourself you know what i mean and where you're at and figure out what you want to me as long as you're alive and you're fucking breathing, you could be learning lessons and you could be changing and you could be growing and you could become a better person. You know, you don't need to, this doesn't have to be the rest of your life. You know what I mean? You could go back to having real relationships with women. You could have another marriage. You could have another long-term real relationship with a woman that maybe you don't walk across the street and everyone's staring at you, but she really, (laughs) she really likes you when you like her and you enjoy her company and you guys are like really good friends and you know what I mean? And you make each other better people. Like maybe you could have that again in your life. You know, there's always a well, chance no. for that. You're incredible. Eh? You made me feel really good. Eh? Okay, yeah. good. Well, I'm glad. I mean, keep me posted. I always have people that call back into the podcast and find out. I know I'm going to get emails about you because people are going to go crazy over this story. Because like I said, I think we've <laughs> all heard about people that do this. And I mean, I, I watch a lot of Dateline and those kind of shows. I love them. And we see these people on. Like I said, if some my girlfriend was doing this to a guy, I'd be like, I want to talk to that guy. And I got to talk to you. And I feel for you. But I get where it's coming from. And I don't see you, like I said, as a total victim or a total loser. I think certain people <laughs> could find themselves in this kind of place in life because of shit that happens to them. You know, you get hurt so many times. You have shit that happens to you. and you. But like I said, you, you know... As long and now that you're you're you could still change, you know what I mean, and you could better this situation. And I think that you need to. And I always believe that anybody that's cruising through Craigslist looking to get laid or looking for some sort of situation, then they see my ad because I don't bait and switch. I put in there like, do you have a problem? Do you want to talk about it? You know, anyone that calls me on a certain level, I believe you really are open to wanting to change, or else you wouldn't have answered my ad to begin with. That's correct. Eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Really. Yeah, and that's why I do my podcast because I love shoving my opinions on people's throats and I love helping people with problems. But when I try to do it, when somebody that's not really ready for it, like my friends, they're like, go fuck yourself. And I'm really irritating. But when I have people call in to my podcast, my posting, they actually are like, oh, I always have these moments where they're like, oh, thank you for that. Like you really open my eyes because that's really what you're ready for. There's some part of you that does want to change and you know it might not it's not going to happen overnight that's not how it happens but at least you could start thinking about the things that i said 
and start trying to like you know change your situation and your life so that you could be happier because I don't think this is ever going to really make you that happy. Thank you very much. Okay. God let me put your your list your ad ad in front of me today. Yes, exactly. That's how I feel. I'm I'm happy. It was great talking to you. And keep me posted. Let me know how things go with you. Okay. I'll, I'll keep in touch for sure. And I really really appreciate your help. You've helped me a lot. You have. All right. Good. I'm glad. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you very much, Kathy. Take Bye. care. Bye. Bye. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone? To anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is strictly anonymous. Strictly anonymous.